quiz, hotshot. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. Am I nervous? It's you who's in the hot seat, my friend. You want answers? Fucking talk to me that way, man. I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What are you, an idiot? Don't call me an idiot, Dixon! I didn't call you an idiot. I asked if you wasn't an idiot. That was a question. <laughs> he got you there. If my answers frighten you, Vincent, then you should cease asking scary questions. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? What do you, Buck? Absolutely right! And welcome, 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 welcome to the quiz night that does, I think, what it says on the tin. It's BFE Quiz Night 6, Return of the Quiz Night. My name is Ian from Best Film Ever, here to, I guess, host this shindig of quizzing wonderfulness. And with me, I have our defending champion and four would-be contenders, or would they be pretenders? We will find out this afternoon slash morning, depending on where you are. Are. Let's introduce the panel that we have assembled here today. Let's start off with the champion. I don't even know how many times it is now, Danny, but I, I think it's probably about four times if I was probably guessing. But why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, introduce your pod, and say hi to everybody who might be checking along either on audio or some people on the Facebook Live. Hello, I am Danny, the co-host of It's a Musical Podcast, the podcast show where my wonderful fiance forces me to watch musicals I haven't watched by now. And as Ian says, I think this is uh, the fifth quiz I've done. I was the initial quiz winner, defended it successfully twice, lost it, gained it back again at Christmas. So it's, uh, it's Danny Two Belts right now. Danny Two Belts, very nice. And then a longtime friend of the podcast, I think second time on the quiz, we've got uh, Hermes. Yes, sir. Do you want to introduce yourself and maybe that that, that sweet, sweet podcast you guys put out? Uh, yeah, I'm the host of the Scuttlebutt Podcast. Me and uh, a couple buddies of mine, a couple sailors, get uh, drunk, share some uh, tips on whiskey drinking and some shenanigans on life stories and sailor stories and all of the in-between. So that's that's kind of what we do over there. Okay, really quickly, because I got you here. I mean, we did Crimson Tide the other day. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. And oh, I, I was hoping you it, were going to be able to, uh, you know, help us with our controversy here. But I guess Julene, <laughs> Julene will be the voice of the military experience here today. <laughs> and that feels like a good time to segue over to Julene. Uh, Julene, Julene, Julene. Why don't you introduce yourself and your pod? Hi, I'm Julene, the host of uh, It Goes Down in the PM. So you can catch me at one o'clock and I talk about uh, celebrity news. I do random things like our, in our premiere, I'm making tamales, like I'm learning how to make tamales. Uh, we talk TikTok dances and, and all kinds of fun stuff. And um, yeah, that's it. Now, Julie, you've been beaten by Danny before, haven't you? Oh, I have, because um, 
you know, I enjoy movies. Uh, I'm I'm not really great with trivia, but I'm definitely going to do my best this time. <laughs> well, I'll tell you when you did your best. We had Julene on an episode of the BFE just last week. We did uh, Django Unchained. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the, the numbers are very strong for your episode, Julene. So Julene equals ratings is what I've discovered. <laughs> so there we go. You have set the bar high. Well done, you. Uh, let's move uh, over to a man giving a round of applause who also sets a bar high. He does an excellent job on his own pod. Uh, one I've also the privilege of being a guest on, as well as Julene's, uh, Carlo from the Movie Loot. Hey, everybody. This is Carlo from the Movie Loot, uh, the podcast where we try to give you the best loot of films, the most entertaining or weirdest or whatever you uh, want to watch. Uh, here I am, and I'm ready to take this loot. <laughs> hey, keeping it on brand. I fully appreciate that, and I appreciate, in a sense, we've kind of got our own little little universe here. But there's a civilian, I believe, in our midst today, uh, a gentleman, an enigma only known to us as the Yeetmeister. Uh, Yeet, if I may, is it? Uh, you have no podcast, is that correct? Um, technically, no. Technically, no. Mm. <laughs> An old college roommate and uh, and myself tried to get something going, but since he had to move back across the world, scheduling has been different, and we just have one thing out there. Okay, something out there in the in the ether. It is hard, man. It's really, really hard. And I think uh, I say to most people, and they, they say, "Hey, do you have any advice for someone starting off doing a podcast?" And my advice is always. Do you have people who can stick with you for a bit? And in every podcast, there's always one person who ends up doing most of the work. Actually, Danny and Drew, you guys might be the exception to this because you guys seem to have it figured out. But there's always one person who does a lot. Oh, you'd be shocked. Oh. You'd be shocked <laughs> how much I do. There's always one person who does a lot of the thing. Are you going to be okay if that person's you? Are you going to be okay if it doesn't go beyond that? And uh, and it's uh, it's just generally my, my, my words a tidbit is that generally there's one person who really kind of runs with it hard, hard hard and uh and but not today today we've got five people running hard towards towards quizzing glory so let's start it off for those people who would be new which would be maybe somebody watching or listening but also yeet here on the panel here's what we do here when we do a quiz i have five rounds of quizzing fun the first four rounds are all the same as far as format goes there will be a, a series of seven questions i will ask them all at the start we will take them all up at the end. You mark your own total honor system, and then we keep track of each round. We check in with how well we did. The final round, the eliminator, where it all can all come undone, we'll talk about that before we get to round number five. But for the first four rounds, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and because it is, as we record this, February 12th, the theme of today's quiz is love. Oh, so, you know, those usual sort of fanboy topics, is it going to apply? I don't know. I, all I can say is that all the answers come from, I don't know if I'd say romances or romantic comedies necessarily, but they all have great love stories in them. So that is our uh, sort of overarching theme for this month. Uh, first round. First round's always the same. It's called casting calls. Casting calls. I give you three actors and actresses. Well, a combination of three actors and or actresses. And you tell me what movie they came from. It really kind of is quite simple. So, for instance, if I said, oh, let's do one here. If I said um, I, John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, Stockard Channing, 
Of course, the answer would be Greece. That one's for Liam, wherever he is. So <laughs> let's go ahead and begin. Uh, just before we do, though, one quick little thing here. We got Ethan wishing everybody good luck. So there we go. Hello, Ethan. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Casting. I'm, I'm definitely going to need it. <laughs> Casting calls. Question number one. Movie number one. Jason Alexander, Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. Jason Alexander, Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. Question number two. Ben Affleck, Justin Long, Scarlett Johansson. Ben Affleck, Justin Long, Scarlett Johansson. Question number three. Gerard Butler, Craig Ferguson, Catherine Heigl. Gerard Butler, Craig Ferguson, Catherine Heigl. Movie number four. Jennifer Aniston. Dave Matthews of the Dave Matthews Band. Nicole Kidman. Jennifer Aniston. Dave Matthews of the Dave Matthews Band. Nicole Kidman. And then a fun trilogy to end it. Movie number five. Vince Vaughn, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Vince Vaughn, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Movie number six. Vince Vaughn, Kristen Bell. Jason Bateman. That's Vince Vaughn. Kristen Bell. Jason Bateman. And finally, movie number seven. Vince Vaughn. John Favreau. Jennifer Aniston. That's Vince Vaughn. John Favreau and Jennifer Aniston. And that is the end of round number one. Whew, there's a lot of blank looking faces out there. How we, how we, terrible. Yeah. Carlos saying terrible. I, I only answered like three. Whoa. <laughs> I did run this by somebody. Um, somebody who usually does quite poorly, they did better than expected on the first three rounds. So just saying. All right. Question number one, Jason Alexander, Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. That would be pretty woman. Pretty woman is correct. I don't want to say it and get it wrong. (laughs) You don't want to, you don't want to Heath Ledger that moment. No, absolutely not. 
I put it. I put it at first. Second guess myself. Oh, no. and put runaway bride. The person I tested this on went with Runaway Bride. I went. Why would you go with the one? Why? Why wouldn't you play the the, the easy one? It's the the third name. Jason Alexander. He's George from Seinfeld. Yeah. He plays the the little Stucky guy. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, number two, Ben Affleck, Justin Long, Scarlett Johansson. This one probably played more in the states, maybe. She's not that into you. Oh, I'd love to give you that, but it's Dang not it. correct. I was a total guess. Wait, is it she's just? I believe it. Is it he? Is it? She, I think it's or he's he. just not oh, that it, into you. Oh, it's probably he. I think it's he. So I think, unfortunately, let me double check that. But I'm like really sure it's he. It is he. Okay, so he's just not that into you. A lovely ensemble piece. I actually really rate it as a movie. It's cute. Uh, question number three: Gerard Butler, Craig Ferguson, Catherine Heigl. I guessed twenty-seven dresses. No, nope, that would wrong. be what's the guy's name from the X Men? That would be oh, he's from he's from Westworld. James James something or other. Marston. James Marsden. Yeah, that's in that one. Yeah. Now this I one. Not think th- of the title. The ugly truth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kept thinking the storyline. Oh, that's the one with the... And I was like, oh. Actually, fiddly enough, the person I tested this on, when it's the one, it's the one where, like, he's a he's a pig and, and she's trying to change him. And uh, I, I really write that one, too. So there we go. I, I think I have a bit of a guilty pleasure spot for a romantic comedy here. Uh, number four. I don't have a guilty pleasure for this one. I'll tell you that much. Jennifer Aniston, Dave Matthews of a Dave Matthews band, the most interesting part of the movie, and Nicole Kidman... Also in this movie was Adam Sandler, although I left his name off the list. Ah, that's what it was. It's just go with it. Dang. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. (laughs) If you put Adam Sandler, I would have been like, oh, I know this one. Right. (laughs) Nicole Kidman just threw me off. Yeah, Nicole Kidman only comes in the third act, actually, out of nowhere. Mm. I had to double check she was in it. I'm like, I'm sure she's in this. Then I've got my Vince Vaughn trilogy. The first one, Vince Vaughn, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Mr. and Mrs. Smith is correct. Yeah. A fun popcorn movie. A fun popcorn movie. Yeah. Uh, Number six, Vince Vaughn, Kristen Bell, Jason Bateman. Another terrible movie, but uh, Couples Retreat was the name of that film. Couples Uh, Retreat. Of course it is. Forgot Kristen Bell was in that one. Yeah. To look at my notes and put Batman instead of Bateman. That would have been a much more interesting. <laughs> that would have been a very different one. <laughs> Where is she? She's by the swim up. She's by the swim up bar, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Don't service us, por favor. Uh, Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, Jennifer Aniston. The breakup. The breakup. A, a beautiful film, actually. I never, I've, I've never reflected more with a film like when Vaughn's doing the stuff, not like the over the top stuff where he's got like strippers in the house, but the bit where you save a thing you say, even though you don't mean it, but you just want to hurt someone. I'm like, oh my god, I've, I've been. Oh geez, this is this is so real. So and it's nice for a rom com where it doesn't end up that they actually get back together, and they're better people for as a result. Like yeah. he seems thinner, she seems happier. Like at the end, that coda. I'm glad they resisted the urge because we want them to, but I'm glad they showed the restraint. Yeah. So how we do out of ten? Let's start with Danny, shall we? 
four out of seven. That might have been a decent score in this round. We'll see. Uh, Hermes. Also four out of seven. Hey, nice job. Uh, Juline. Two out of seven. Two? Carlo. Two out of seven. Two out of seven. Not scoring a loot of points today at this point. <laughs> and Yeet, how'd we do? Um, I got nothing out of seven. Oh! I drew a massive blank through all of this. Wow. Like, the closest I would have gotten was Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but it just wasn't coming to it mind. It wasn't coming there? That's all right, bro. No. All right, let's do the next one. And the next one is, he said, looking for his, praying that one of my rounds hasn't just disappeared on me. Oh, no, it hasn't. All right. Uh, I've got this one. I'm calling it date night. Date night. And what this means is I've got a list of all the dates that happened in each, well, seven mystery films. And I've listed all the dates the couple goes on during that film. You can imagine what I want you to do. I want you to tell me what film it is. Quite simple. So, um, so for example, if we said the high school hop, um, <laughs> the summer down at the beach, and uh, fixing up cars uh, before we the drive off, <laughs> it, it would again, it would again be Greece. There you are, Liam. Wherever you are out there, thank you very much. Oh, I think I may have just lost my video. One moment here. Let me fix that. And I should be back in the room. There I am. Can you see me? Yes, I'm assuming you can. Yes. There we are. Yes. Oh, I, cool. You got a webcam. You're not using the computer cam. No, I'm using. I've got a. I've got a DSLR that I've hooked up to this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got tired of, of having poor quality webcams, so I kind of went with that. I like my Canon M50. Like it's my favorite thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question or date night number one. Game one of the NBA Finals, Snow Cones on Long Island, a Celine Dion concert, and the Diamond Exhibition by the DeLauer Corporation. All right, all right, all right. Number two. Just one spot on this one but it's a sexually charged trip to a cafe or a diner where an old lady lets us know that I'll have what she's having. A sexually charged trip to a diner where an old lady in the corner lets us know that she'll have what she's having. Question number three. A trip to the motion pictures, laying down in the middle of the street, looking at the lights before breaking into an abandoned house. A trip to the movie pictures, laying down in the middle of the street, looking at the lights before breaking in to an abandoned house. Question number four. A shopping spree, a polo match, and a private jet to the opera in San Francisco. A shopping spree, a polo match, and a private jet to the opera.
Movie number five. The world's worst game of paintball where you literally grab giant balls of paint and throw them with your hand. Yes. I've always wanted to do that. The prom. And then a trip to Club Skunk to see the band Letters to Cleo. That was the world's worst game of paintball where you throw giant balls of paint with your hand. The prom and a trip to Club Skunk to see Letters to Cleo. Date night number six. A children's Christmas pageant. A banoffee pie drop by. And a trip to Wisconsin in search of American babes. That was a children's Christmas pageant. A banoffee pie drop by. And a trip to Wisconsin in search of American babes. That's clever. I love this round. <laughs> this is such a clever round, Ian. Oh, thank you. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Danny. People who think, you know, people who's going, it's going well for us. It's, you know, it's like being a teacher. If the kid's doing well, it's like, you're a brilliant teacher. You're so good. <laughs> and if a kid's not doing well, it's, it's your fault. You don't know how to teach them well. <laughs> and then question number seven, a trip to the local soda shop before finally going to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. A trip to the local soda shop before finally going to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. And that was date night. I've knocked my camera again. One moment. Usually the cord's not sitting just just off to my right here like it is today for some reason. So that's the problem there. So number one, game one of the NBA Finals, Snow Cones in Long Island, a Celine Dion concert, and the Diamond Exhibition by the Delauer Corporation are all things that were jam-packed into. I could have put more, but but I had to stop. Anybody? How to lose a guy in just 10 days. I'm going to give you that. It's how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yes. I'll give you that one. I haven't seen that in a long time. Did no one pick up that as we moved on to number two, I went, all right, all right, all right. Oh, it's there. Listen back. It's an Easter egg. (laughs) Number two. Um, A sexually charged trip to a cafe diner where an old lady will have what she's having. Danny, I think you picked up on this, it looked like. Yes, well, it's not the WrestleMania 23 Goes Hollywood advert. I think it's when Harry met Sally. It is when Harry met Sally. That, That was a freebie. What was it? I'd be curious. I'd be curious. I'd be... I think it's one of those scenes that everyone knows. I've never seen the film, but I think everyone oh, knows great. it. I did. It's my favorite rom com. I went. Is it really? I went back and saw it years, years, years after after it came out. At least twenty years after. But yeah, I, I I knew that scene, and you knew of that scene. It's one of those ones which permeates outside of the film it's in, and yeah. sort of is just in the public consciousness. You know, I guess that Catherine Heigl and Gerard Butler film. Because of um, the restaurant scene, 
Oh yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really taking that sort of scene thing. to the next level. Yeah, that sort of it feels like it must be an homage in that. Yeah, that's my toy. He said. Uh, question number three: <laughs> A trip to the pictures, laying down in the middle of the street before breaking into an abandoned house. Carlo, do you get this one? I don't know. I'm not sure about. Is it Scott Pilgrim versus the World? It's not Scott Pilgrim, although it'd be a very Scott Pilgrim <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Anybody else? The notebook. The notebook is correct. Yeah, the only one. I only know that thanks to BFE. Hey, the BFE. Yeah, we did do the notebook. I was trying not just to go rom com or anything. I'm like, what are some straight comedies? What is a, a straight romance? Sorry, what are some ones that are just not, just drama? They're not the comedy on it. So uh, I guessed Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, Rebel Without a Cause. I mean, I'd have to do one of the events and be getting over your friend's death really easily. That would have been one of the. <laughs> that would have been one of the dates. <laughs> Uh, number four, I think this is the gimme, I would think. A shopping spree, a polo match, and a private jet to the opera. Don't close the the necklace box on my hand. And, ah! <laughs> that would be uh, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Carlo, did you not get that one? I wrote Pretty Woman, but I thought he's not going to repeat that one again. Oh, and I wrote yeah. Indecent Proposal. Don't, don't try and get inside this head. <laughs> I had the exact same thing, Carlo. I was like, no, I'm going to stick to my guns because shopping's free. And I, it's got to be that. Even if I'm wrong with the polo opera, I'm just going to stick to it. But yeah, I nearly was like, no, he won't. Polo match. Can't do much about uh, that. The, the, the polo match gave it away. Polo Does match. Does it count if I, if I have it crossed out? <laughs> no. I'll tell you what. Give yourself a mark and then cross it out. <laughs> okay <laughs> so you can see what you lost if nothing else um this one i'm glad someone picked up on it uh, uh the worst game of paintball ever where you use your hands to throw giant clubs of, of paint at each other the prom and a trip to club skunk to see letters to cleo danny you want to go ahead it's 10 things i hate about you yeah i tell you one of the things i hate about that movie was that paintball scene I love it. I really do that sort of paintball. Yeah. I oh, think it's no. nicer than being shot with guns. No, because gu- I'm a big guy. Okay. So the odds of me being able to run and chase and catch up to someone, nil. A gun makes us all equal. You know what I mean? Like, it I have a chance. Well, so what? <laughs> Man up. It's not romantic. The first time I ever went and played paintball, no word of a lie, the first time, I was terrified of getting hit. I was like, it's going to hurt. I don't really know what to do. I was, someone should have just shot me and gone, that's as bad as it gets. And I'd have gone, oh, okay, no worries. But the first time we're out there and I'm trying to sneak around and I get hit and I get hit right on the nipple, right on the flipping nipple. <laughs> and it kills and now i'm even more scared than i ever was so it was me and then my friend luke who was running around and he had this white t-shirt on he was really aware you could see him running through the trees this streak of white so he gets rid of his white t-shirt but then he's terrified because he's bare skinned out there and he's like this is gonna kill if i get hit with this so he went he just shot everybody including his own team so it was uh it was definitely it would have been safer if we'd done the stupid hay bale hand thrown don't run into the street paintball (laughs) first uh first time i got shot with a paintball was like up close and it was my own teammate who shot me because i sneezed and gave away our position (laughs) 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 and a bruise and i was like see this is what happens when you paintball with sailors i would (laughs) argue going ow why'd you hit me with the paintball probably does more to give your position away than the sneeze did (laughs) or the (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Um, a children's Christmas pageant, a banoffee pie drop by, and a trip to Wisconsin to meet American babes. Did anybody besides Danny get this? I know the film because you guys reviewed it. We I'm did. Blanking on yeah. the name. <laughs> uh, Danny, you wanted it? It was Love Actually. It was Love Actually. Oh my God. I love that description. I think that's so good. That's so I'm good. I'm so mad at myself. Right I'm, 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 I'm quite proud of, of, of the Banafi pie drop by. I thought that was all right. It's my favorite. I just love Kira Knight going, I look rather pretty, don't I? Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> She's wearing that hat, that London hat. Oh, it's just, it's just a great scene. Um, and then finally, a trip to the local soda shop before going to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Carlo? Uh, back to the Future. Back to the Future. BFE episode number one. Number one, Back to the Future. So, but I, give yourself a mark out of seven, and uh, I will take it back up here. Uh, Danny, you're doing a dance of joy, so I'm assuming it's good. It's a seven. Shut up, really? Wow. Yeah. No wonder you think it's a clever round. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Hermes, don't kill the messenger. What'd you get? I got one. Oh, no. <laughs> Which Just one was the it? Notebook. The notebook. Just the okay. notebook. Okay. I haven't seen enough romantic films, I think. I don't, I don't know any of these. Oh, really? <laughs> well, there we it's go. It's going to be a tough round. It'll be a tough round. Julene. I got four. Four. I'm so excited. Yes. That is what my, what my control group did. My control group, who, are, who, who is not a film aficionado, got four on this round. So, Carlo. Two. Two. And then Yeet. Are we off the schneid? Uh, I got four this time. Wow. Okay. That's a yes. You're off the schneid. So well done. So I'm uh, with Hermes that I, I'm not much of a rom-com person. So yeah. this is kind of a struggle bus. <laughs> I, I do apologize. <laughs> but in, in fourth place, we do a tie between Carlo and Yeet with four points. Hermes is in third with five points. Julian in second with six points. But Danny's got some distance here with 11 points. But there's still more to go, so let's take a look. Next one is called Taglines. Taglines, where I give you... Movies are given a second second line often in order to try and sell. There's the title, and there's what they sort of pitch it as. And so, uh, Love Actually, the ultimate romantic comedy, was its tagline. Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, the tagline was, it's the reason they're putting seatbelts in cinemas this summer. I remember one of the worst taglines ever, (laughs) ever. Uh, But nonetheless, so I've got seven taglines. Some of these are gimmies. I was very aware that taglines can be difficult, some of which are going to be difficult. I would say the less words there are, the more important each word is. So definitely pay attention to the words they give you when trying to come up with your guess. So seven, as per usual, seven. Movie number one. I'm going to try and do my, my, my movie guy voice here. Can the most famous film star in the world fall for just an ordinary guy? That was. Can the most famous film star in the world fall for just an ordinary guy? Number two. Julianne fell in love with her best friend the day he decided to marry someone else. That was. 
Julianne fell in love with her best friend the day he decided to marry someone else. Number three, which is one of the more difficult ones, I'm just going to say. I think. Someone you pass on the street may already be the love of your life. Someone you pass on the street may already be the love of your life. Movie number four. Two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona where we lay our scene. From the fourth, the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Hmm. Carlo's got his thinking face on there. Hmm. Oh, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worried you're going to play shenanigans on the title mm-hmm. of this one. No, 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 no. <laughs> That was two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona where we lay our scene. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Number five. Two words. That's not part of the tagline. This is me warning you. It's just two words. (laughs) And these two words are, here we go. Get lucky. Get lucky. Movie number six. Love is here to stay. So is her family. Love is here to stay. So is her family. I don't know what George is referring to, but says the BFE, it does what it says on the tin. And then joins in with one more or less, less like a tagline, more like a synopsis. I'm assuming that's for number four, I would assume. So there we are. Um, and then finally, question number seven. A comedy about a good girl, a small favor, and a big rumor. Oh, George is letting me know that the BFE, it does what it says in the tin. That is, of course, our tagline. That's what she's referring to. Well played. Well played, Spence. And one more time, a comedy about a good girl, a small favor, and a big rumor. And that is our seven. How do we feel this time? Do we feel any more optimistic, Julene? Uh half and half half and half (laughs) all right well i don't know 
Uh, Hermes, are you still uh, begrudging your bad luck to be on this week? Uh, I, I did okay, I think, on okay. this one. Let's take it up. Ken, the most famous film star in the world, fall for just an ordinary guy. Carlo gave me a thumbs up, so I'm going to ask him for this one. Notting Hill. Notting Hill is correct. I guess the new movie, the the Jennifer Lopez movie. Oh, the uh, Let's Get Ma- uh, Mary. Mary Me. Mary Me, yeah. yeah. Mary I don't know. Mary. I just took my pen out and ticked the first question. I don't know what I was doing that for. Um, yeah, so there we go. What's the movie with Seth Rogen and Charlie Theron? That's oh, that's the, yeah, the one where she's like president or wants to be like high and he's like her. Yeah, that's what I, I could not stop thinking. I couldn't even remember the, th- the title, so it didn't help me. Wow. That was okay, though, actually. I, well, what a world. <laughs> Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron, two worlds I did not see intersecting. That's why I thought that's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's all I thought. Uh, Julianne fell in love with her best friend the day he decided to marry someone else. Julianne, do you get this one? Yeah, my best friend's wedding. My best friend's wedding. It's there. It's there. We have to do my as part of the title. Is this shenanigans part of it? Uh, are you telling me you didn't put it or you did put it? I did not. I'm going to give it to you. You're fine. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's not a pronoun. A pronoun might be, you know, might be the thing. I'm trying to remember what what what, what Ed from the Film Effect got knocked out on last time. Because it was kind of a shenanigan kind of thing. But I'm okay with my best friend's wedding. Oh, it was to do with Christmas. It was to do with the specifics of a Christmas card on which actor. Oh, was it? Okay. I think. Well, that's, yeah. that's got to happen, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number three, someone you pass on the street may already be the love of your life. Now, this was a substitution. Originally, I had a, a tagline for One Fine Day starring George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. And I went, no one's going to remember that. So I binned it. <laughs> someone you pass on the street may already be the love of your life is the tagline from the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, third of the trilogy, You've Got Mail. I thought that was the serendipity with John Cusack. Oh, yeah, the one where he, like she puts her number in a book or something like that. It, on yeah, five dollar yeah. bill, I think. Is that it? Yeah, I've never seen that. I swear that was it. Was a very similar tagline. Was it? Yeah, like that. I'm not, I'm I put that down too. Uh, well, I tell you what, I mean, it could also be this one because so many movies could do this. Two households, both alike in dignity and fair of our own where we lay our scene. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. It is not Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. What is it? <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. I'll take any combination of Romeo and Juliet. Not Juliet. Romeo, Romeo plus Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet. Technically, it's William Shakespeare's Romeo plus Juliet, I think. But yeah. What about if someone puts Nomeo in Juliet? Would you allow that one? No, I would not allow that one because that <laughs> film is an absolute... As someone, who, as someone who loves no Shakespeare, Ewan McGregor, that. and Elton John, that thing fails despite all three of those things. Yeah, so. it does. Oh, yeah, I hate, no I hate it so much. That. I hate that, it so that much. That should have landed on the cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Elton's husband was, was, was the producer of the film. So I think that's basically how it came to, to be. Or not Better to be. That was the question. Crimes. Yeah. Well, I, once I got the first one, I was like, I'm not watching that. Uh, number five, get lucky. I'm curious to hear if anybody has a guess on this. Get lucky. I guessed, and I'm, I'm pretty certain it's not right. But I guessed friends with benefits. Which no, Danny and Mila Kunis. No, it's the other one. Cool. Yeah, uh, 
There's another one that has a similar similar plot, but I, exactly, no, no strings attached is the other one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's neither one of those ones. It's a different form of the word luck. Luck may have something to do with gambling in the United States. Where do you go for a gambling vacation? Oh no, it's not what yeah. happens in Vegas. It is the, the oh. Ashton Kutcher, Cameron Diaz. I will spit as I say her name. <laughs> what happens <Yeah>. in Vegas? <laughs> we we blocked that out of our memories. Oh, I wish up. I could. I was married and my ex loved it. I hated it. The judge says we have to stay married, remember? Like, what a ridiculous send-up. <laughs> yeah, because they win, isn't it? They win a lot of money. They get drunk, they meet each other in Vegas, they get married, and whilst drunk, they win. Uh, oh, they have they break up, and he gives her a quarter, and she plays it, of. or something like that, and yeah. it wins the big, like, two million jackpot? So it's hers. No, they both put it in together. It's almost at the oh, uh, is it? have their finger on it at the exact same time yeah. as like this is our last thing we're doing together, and that was that. Yeah, it's rough. I'm so angry. It's rough. Uh, number six, love is here to stay. So is her family. Maybe a better one would have been put a little Windex on it. Ah, yes. My big fat Greek wedding. Yes. I got it too. Wow, three, you got it. Good job, you. One of the few movies where there's an Ian in a sizable role, so I always appreciated that. Ian with the long hair. Uh, and finally, uh, actually, if you ever see who that's really about, it's really about the Ian. It's, it's a true story. The Ian is actually Ian Gomez, who was on Cougar Town and the Drew Carey Show, who was bald and short. He was the best friend of Ian's in the movie. The short little bald guy. That's the guy who it's really about. So the hair thing must be a joke. And finally, number seven, a comedy about a good girl, a small favor, and a big rumor. Easy A. Easy A is correct. Well done, you. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I got it. Oh, you should. It's really good. Another BFE. Uh, so I've heard. I, I've heard. I, I have it on my list. I don't think we've done. No, we haven't done Easy A on BFE. Do you just reference it? I I swear. I think we must yeah. have talked about it in our best, like our real roundtable on um, on the best teen uh, on best teen movies or back to school movies or something maybe, like that. Maybe that's what it was. I, I would gladly, I would gladly do that one though, because we did Mean Girls, and we've done Breakfast Club, and we've done Ten Things. As far as our teen comedies, those are the ones that've got full episodes so far. But Easy A, good film. He's so good. Not bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Danny, let's hit this one up. How'd you do? Um, I got four out of seven. Okay. Uh, Hermes. Right behind you, Danny. Got four as well. Hey, there we are. There we are. Juline. I got three. Nice. Nice. Carlo. Five. Not like a big Yay. round for you. There we go. And then um, we've got Yeet. I got three. Nice job, buddy. So, um, in, I'll do it this way. In third place, we've got Yeet with seven points. Then we have a three-way tie for a second because it just goes nine, nine, nine for Hermes, Julian, and Carlo. And then in first place, we've got Danny with 15 points currently. So there we are. There we are. Moving on to round number four, which I'm calling our song because couples have songs, don't they? And so do movies. Movies have those songs that we equate with that film. I can't play <laughs> clips for obvious reasons. Like for obvious Can reasons. you sing it for us, though? 
I will make sure you know what song we're talking about. So I will hum a few bars, okay? So I name you the song which was either written for the movie or it came to prominence. You, it is the singular movie that you really first associated this song with. These two are married to each other in one You're way You're going to sing, right? I'm going to help out with a little singing if I need to. Okay. Sing, sing, sing. So the first one is Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. What movie was it attached to? And that was the whole, and I'd give up forever to touch you. Cause uh, something that somehow when everything's meant to be broken, I just want you to know who I am. All right, there we go. Number one, Iris, Goo Goo Dolls. Number two, Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Oh my love, my darling. <laughs> I hunger for your lunch alone. <laughs> Pass better. me the fries. All right, there we go. So, Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. I'm sorry. I'm all singing along like my mic's not on. <laughs> Number three, Up Where We Belong by Joe Cocker and Maxine Green. Love lift us up where we belong. Where the eagles fly, I don't know the words, on a mountain high. Love lift us up where we belong, I think. Yeah, that one. Uh, Number four, um, the first number one ever by this band, which is shocking. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Arrowsmith. I can stay awake. Just to hear you breathing, wondering if it's me you're seeing while you're far away and dreaming. I don't want to close my eyes. Oh, jeez, how does he do it? I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you, babe. It feels like everything I'm doing is Adam Sandler doing Opera Man doing the song. <laughs> because I would miss you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to miss a tag. It just feels like it. Um, Try the next ones with that voice. <laughs> well, I, I can't do it for the next one because it's my, it's my countryman. Here we go. Uh, Everything I do, I do it for you by Brian Adams. You know it's true. Everything I do, <laughs> I do it for oh, you. Yeah. I still love that. Like, I, I think I think maybe like that was in my breakup, my breakup list when I was a teen. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah I just I remember the summer because I went on a big car journey when I with my family and it was number one like the whole summer. And finally, number seven, um, I will always love you by Whitney Houston. And I is that number six or number seven? Yeah. Oh, this is seven. Yeah. Have I missed one? Oh, I've missed one. Sorry, I've missed one. Let's make yeah. that six. I'll yeah. give you a new seven. I'll, I'll renumber it. We'll so, always love you. And we're specifically saying the Whitney Houston version. Uh, yeah. I mean, here's a hint. You could do the Dolly Parton version, but I'll say the Whitney Houston version. Yeah. No, I just want to make sure I write the right film down. No, you're fine. <laughs> and then the new number seven. Love is all around 
by Wet Wet Wet. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Thanks, Lestat. Yes, I do. Love is all around me. And so the feeling grows. You know I love you. I got to stop from doing the other one. I always will. My mind's made up by the way that I feel. And that's seven. Oh, Georgia said for one of them, I think I know this one. I don't know which one she's talking about, but there we go. And Lestat, thanks for the thanks for the incursion, buddy. Uh, here we are. So um, let's take a look here. Our song. Uh, number one, Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, Yeet, do you didn't have it? That's one, did you? No. No, it's all right. Anybody? I know. City of Angels. City of Angels. <sighs> the same soundtrack gave us Uninvited by uh, Uninvited by Alanis Morissette. But that one, no one seems to remember that song anymore. But at the time, that was probably the bigger song. Because yeah. Alanis had I done... I feel like I should have gotten this one, but but I have never seen that film, so... Does, does something <laughs> angels count? Can, can, it, can we count something No, I can't give you something. I can't give you something. Nick Cage. I can't give you something angels with Nick Cage. One of the stupidest endings to a film ever. I'm going to ride a bike and just not watch where I'm going. (laughs) Fun story. In the movie theater, my mom was crying her eyes out and I laughed like really hard. (laughs) It was like the soul sound of obnoxious tackling. What I remember (laughs) is Dennis Franz's white ass walking into the ocean in that movie. More than anything else, that's what I remember. We got some. We just, we just got a little side love going on here for Easy A between George and Lestat. Hey, I'm right there with you. Love Easy A. Number two, Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Been parodied a million times, but the original version, the original thing, the, the, the root of it all comes from what movie? Um, Carlo, do you get this one, buddy? Yeah, I actually recorded my next episode, and I did something like this, and it's Ghost. Ghost is correct. Get yourselves to a pottery class. I'll tell you what, a song known so well for it that in the community's famous pottery class episode, there was a sign where the pottery teacher said, no ghosting. Because yeah. it was it was just too well known as a trope. So no righteous brothers, yeah. no no two people making a pot together, none of that stuff. <laughs> community, I can't if you're a film fan, you should be watching community. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so good. Uh number number three, uh, love lifts us up where we belong. I've never seen this film, but I could totally tell you this because it's an iconic finish. And mm. the Simpsons parodied it too. Anybody I think friends have two. Uh, oh they have two, it- you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I think I've. It's one of those. I don't know if I've got the film title spot on, but I think it's an officer and a gentleman. An officer and a gentleman is correct. Richard Gere, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, never seen that one either. But again, I've never seen that one. That's Richard Gere. That's another one that Travolta turned up. Like Richard Gere, we talk about in the pod quite frequently. Richard Gere, like, really owes a large part of his career to Travolta saying no to certain movies because he seems to come around and pick him up on on, on the backside. Um, so there we go. I've dropped my pen. There we go. Uh, number four. Uh, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to miss a thing by Arrowsmith. Julie, you've got to be able to get this one right. 
No, I forgot the what? movie. I was so wow. annoyed with myself. I know which movie because Liz Tyler is in it and she cannot act. No, she she can't. <laughs> she cannot act. She's got like the same face, like or Ben Affleck. Crying or smiling. Oh. She just she's <laughs> awful. But yeah, no, I I'm so mad at and then Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis made that movie, honestly. Him with the shotgun on the oil rig, what made my whole day. Yeet, what 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 movie is she talking about, buddy? I currently have no idea. Wow. <laughs> uh Hermes. It's Armageddon. It's Armageddon. It's Armageddon. The United States government just asked us to save the world. Anybody want to say no? None of them want to pay taxes again. Ever. That's exactly what I was going to say. (laughs) Best part of the whole movie. That or Steve Buscemi riding the nuclear warhead. I'll take take saying Saying, I just wanted to feel the power between my legs. That was... For once in his life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or what about the line when he says, I know you guys think I'm crazy, but um, no, I really do want to stay here and die. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me behind. And then, of course, I mean, oh. this is the stereotypical, like, you know, the Russian side character who disappears in Act 1 only to come up to reemerge halfway through Act 3. It's just, it, it, it's by the book filmmaking, isn't it? Uh, my, my, my issue with that film has always been it's easier to teach these drillers to be astronauts yes. than it's easier to teach astronauts to drill. Deep Impact is better, I think. I've never, Definitely. I've never Definitely. seen I, it. I love Deep Impact. Yeah. I've always seen the wrong version. Like I saw Volcano and not Dante's Peak. Yeah, and so I saw this and that. I did see a Bug's Life and not Ants though. So maybe I've won you, something. Which one there. do you see? White House Down or Olympus Has Fallen? Uh, I saw which one's the one with Gerard Butler. Olympus. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Then I saw that one, which I think it was the sound of it might have been the better one. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're right. I saw them both. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do. I skipped ahead, so everything I do, I do it for you. If you're old like me, I, I th- don't think you can help but get this hey. one. But I need. Well, I don't know, Carlo. I don't know who's older. I imagine it's me. But Carlo, I, I need the full title of this one, though, buddy. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yes, I need Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves to distinguish it from the other Robin Hoods, please. I don't want you thinking it was Russell Crowe riding along to this one here. No, or even worse, Russell Crowe singing along. Oh, I've not had the pleasure yet, (laughs) I said, with full irony awareness. I'm just going to stall ever so slightly because we have seemed to have lost Yeet for a second. So uh, I just remember uh, driving. It was 1992. When everything I do, I do it for you was rocking up the charts for some stupid amount, which actually was passed uh, by or came up short. It was right. One of the other songs on our list came right up against it in the uh, in, in the British charts anyway for a long, long, long run. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's when Brian Adams was doing that. He did the the next year. He did the, uh, you know, all for one and one for all from that terrible Three Musketeers movie that no one went and saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was way cooler of a sting rod stewart brian adams mashup people were like you know that's f- forget forget peter parker that was my spider verse those three guys <laughs> guesting together on the same track that's what i'm talking about uh, <laughs> as with most things family guys ruined it i just think of stewie's awful music video to everything i do i do it for you i've never seen this <laughs> don't, don't 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 let it tie your memories oh really okay, okay. brian adams was like fire back then though. brian adams was like yeah he did 
Did you, yeah. could do no wrong. Did you know that Brian Adams' producer would later go on to marry Shania Twain right when her run of super hit starts? So I think uh, his name was Mutt Lang. I think we got to look at the impact of Mutt Lang on the 90s and the yeah. 2000s in music because the guy was just a hit maker every step of the way. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean, he was with Bon Jovi also. Yes, he was, yeah. Hands, yeah. <laughs> So the, the the guy's just an absolute just an absolute hit maker, and so like Brian Adams had such a run. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did, I don't know. Did any of you watch that Don Juan DeMarco? Because he did that. Song, Tell me, have uh, you ever really, really ever ever loved a woman? It's like yes. Captain Corelli's mandolin the whole way through. Oh, yes. Brutal. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, was that on the the same album as uh, 1969 or the summer of no. 69? Summer of 69's old. Before, uh, yeah. Oh yes, I like yeah, I, I had the CD with all the all his songs, all his songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta appreciate, bro. He never wanted to be a singer. Never wanted to be a singer. Just yeah. wanted to play guitar and be a songwriter. I tell you what, his range is bigger than mine. Like I, I, I can go pretty high. Like Brian Adams just torches me. So there we are. But, but, but please don't judge my singing based on what I did here, sitting down, <laughs> trying to pitch what key it was in out of my head. It's not. I got a little bit more than that. I hope. And we hope to be showing that to our Patreon backers very shortly. I got a little device that's going to help me do some stuff. So, um, what do we got next here? We've got, uh, we just did Brian Adams. Next one. I will always love you. Oh, the, the nineties, the era of the absolute belters in music. Whitney Houston. What was, what was the movie? It was the bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I thought for sure it was American psycho. If I, <laughs> I, I should have done Huey Lewis. Always love you. Well, that was should the most romantic stay. scene from that movie was when Whitney Houston was in the background. That's what I thought. It <laughs> Maybe Phil Collins. Phil Collins might have been. Uh, the Huey Lewis one's mine, but you know that's just because I appreciate getting a, a live. Like, the guy was doing a podcast before podcasts were a thing. Here's all the. Let me give you all the background information on Huey Lewis here. Finally, number seven, Love is All Around by Wet, Wet, Wet. Um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Another for the BFE faithful, I suppose. There we are. I had uh, to really resist the temptation to put Love Actually. Yeah, because I almost, I almost started singing Christmas is All Around. So, no, <laughs> but definitely is. Uh, definitely is Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, yeah. And that's an episode, man, we got to talk to Simon Callow. I'm going to bring it up every time I get a chance. Simon <laughs> Callow is someone we got the chance to talk to. That was amazing. Uh, you should go check that out. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We, we're going to see him in Anything Goes In. I saw he's, he's around. Yeah, I might, I might do likewise because, yeah. oh, he's fantastic. National treasure. Don't care what really nation you're from. disappointed when he was only briefly in Hawkeye. Yeah, I was hoping for more. When he, when he said he was going to be in Hawkeye, I was like, oh, can you tell us what part? And he went, no. And I think, oh, it's going to be a big deal. And he was gone in the first episode. Bless him. Uh, just a quick little note from the staff. Community is so good. The pottery class teacher nailed that. I think the pottery class teacher is, is Buster Bluth from, uh, from Arrested Development, if memory serves. Tony, Tony Hale, I want to say is the actor's name is. Just a bit of a deep cut. One. Yeah, the tall, thin one who loses his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's also I in Veep. 
So we need to go ahead and get again your scores on the doors. How you do out of seven on that one? Let's start with Danny. Seven. Wow. Well, we know no one's making up ground. Uh, Hermes. Definitely not making up anything with one. Wow. Ten. Okay. Not good with music. Not good with it. I, I, it's very kind of you to call what I was doing their music. I really appreciate it. Uh, Julie. I got four. Four. Par for the course, it seems, today. you kind of just rocking the fours. Um, Carlo. Right behind Jolene. Four. Four. Like a golfer shouts out. And Yeet. I, I, another good massive blank. Oh, on the schneid. That is okay because the eliminator, the eliminator, let me explain that for anybody who's not familiar here or out there listening slash watching. I give you a category. Previously, it has been things like the movies of Tom Hanks or actors who have won best actor at the Academy Awards. And we go around and you shoot till you miss. And if you get first place in the round, you start off with 10 big points. Second place will get six. Third place will get four. Fourth place will get two. And fifth place will get one point. But if you win, you can shoot till you miss for a bonus point each time. So no one's really officially mathematically out of it. So the run could be had. So I'm just going to put you in the order from uh, worst to first here based on what I've got on my screen. So let's do that, and then we'll do Hermes. That works out well for me. So it will go Yeet, Hermes, Julian, Carlo, Danny. Now, I will go ahead, give you the category, and then I will give you about two to three minutes to start making a rough list for yourself because we'll keep going around and around. Once someone has said a selection, you may not then make that selection again. If you do, it's not a, oh, I'm sorry, it's been said. You will be out. So, and for instance, in Tom Hanks, when we were doing Forrest Gump, and if someone in th- four rounds time then went, oh, Forrest Gump, you would be done, son. Also, don't say Return of the Killer Tomatoes, because that would also be wrong. That's George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which one of her regulars that was, but it came up last time. I will never live this down. <laughs> so my I got own nightmares and on this. I show. got long memories. Didn't, at least you didn't make the end of year video. My sister got that for <laughs> naming Heath Ledger as a best actor winner. Oh, yes. Oh no. Especially by going. It's I'm. The, she went. I'm, I'm gonna, anxious enough. It's, it's I'm, the confidence. It was the confidence. She went. Was, I'm going to start with an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> So be careful with that pride. It definitely cometh before a fall. So I will give you the category and then a couple of minutes to go ahead. Here it is. The top 60 grossing, worldwide grossing, romantic comedies of all time. The top 60 grossing romantic comedies of all time. Um. It is worldwide gross. It is by uh, what defined romantic comedy. This is a list I got on thenumbers.com, who along with Box Office Mojo are more or less your one-stop or two-stop shop for box office financials in the film industry. So there is that. Um, I have them listed on my screen here, uh, on my sheet in uh, 
order, but I can also go to my computer where it is still loaded up and just do a quick search as is needed. So please go ahead and come up with your list. As that is occurring, let me just go ahead and do a little bit of promos. By the time this has come out, we will have already released Ethan's first ever pick for a full review on the pod in The Prestige. The Prestige, which I'm very much looking forward to reviewing, I say now, in future tense voice. And we'll probably say, I really enjoyed reviewing that in past tense voice now that it's been released. Uh, you can also catch the latest in our Who Do You Think You Are Doctor Who retrospective, where Ethan and I did a look at the double episode that was the Pandorica Opens and the Big Bang from the Matt Smith era of Doctor Who. Um, we know that George is coming back with another episode of Fun Sized Films. We've got an announcement that we will have dropped on the Prestige episode about a filmmaker and some of the, some of the cast who are going to be with us for an interview about their film. Uh, take a listen to this week's episode for that because I don't have the notes in front of me. If you want to be like Julene and join us for an episode of the pod, that is possible. Go ahead and catch us out on the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash BFE. Hermes has got his pick in for next month so looking forward to that a bff of the bfe no one else on the panel knows yet brother so i look forward to dropping that on them in 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 due course that'll be fun um outside of that just kind of ahead and catch us we generally release stuff every tuesday almost every friday and every other saturday with our tv show retrospectives uh we've already i've already had a meeting with the crew about what we're picking up to do next year on a fortnightly basis uh, a little less sci-fi a little more sitcom next year so looking forward to going through the greatest hits of uh of of of, of a, a well loved sitcom it's all i'll say so um i think we're at the point now where we're probably ready to uh to go oh yeah it's your it's your list adjusted for inflation no, no. My list is 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 in raw. Era. No, it's a good question. My 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 list is in actual dollars and cents at the time it was released. And there are some truly terrible films on this list. I will just say that you think this would be the best ones, and some of them aren't. Some of them really aren't. It's amazing uh, what a little bit of time can do for the legacy of a romantic comedy. Hmm. So let's go ahead. Uh, you can continue to add to your lists as we go through. But what will happen is someone will give their, uh, their, their guess. I will look up and confirm or deny it. I will say it again. And then uh, we'll move on to the next person. So it will get said about two to three times in each guess, whether it's right or wrong. So you can adjust your lists accordingly. If we could start with the Yeatmeister. Um, I'm going to take a guess with he's just not that into you. He's just not that into you. It's a good, it's a good guess. It's not right at the top though. So I want to take a quick look here on my list and go. He's just not that into you. Number thirty-six. So makes the list still alive. One hundred and eighty-one million dollars that took in, and I was part of that. I saw that one in the cinema. It ends with a song by Keen, which I was really actually quite happy about walking out of the cinema. So. Somewhere only we know. Love me some Keen. Especially in Canada when Keen wasn't getting a lot of radio play. So, you know, calls must have season. Hermes, what you got? Let's go with Love and Other Drugs. Love and Other Drugs. Wow. I've not seen this one. Have you seen this one? I've seen parts of it. 
I'm looking for the ampersand. I do not have loves and other drugs on the list. Well, no, this is good because I need a bathroom break. Really oh, there, well, there we go. It's not too awful. We had someone going, I need to go to the bathroom. So we are going to let you remove you from the stream here for a second. Uh, remove from stream. I don't think it kicks you out. No, it just puts you in the waiting room. So, Julene, what you got? Um, When Harry met Sally. Good guess. Old, though. Old. Is it going to be on it? Is it going to be on it? When... Harry met Sally. It is too old. It is 89th. 89th. Oh, just, just getting, look at this. Just, just knocked out. Boom. Yeet. Look at this. You're going to win. You're going to win without question. You're going to want to run here. <laughs> Carlo. Um, pretty woman. I'm stunned. It took this long to get there. Pretty yeah. woman. Number two and the top English language choice. Number one. Well, I can share that later, but the, 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 the really for all intents and purposes, the number one choice on the list, $432 million. Well done you, Danny. Um, yeah, I guess people didn't want to go out early and be like, I'm going to go with the easy one. Um, yeah. I'm going to say similar vein and hope for the best, Notting Hill. Notting Hill, number eight on the list. Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts, $363 million. So let me just go ahead and update my scores here. That means that uh, we've got Hermes got one point and Julene got one point. You guys are playing for a minimum of four points in this next round. Uh, Yeetmeister, you are up first. Um, I'm going to take a shot with serendipity. That is a shot. That is a shot. I'm scanning. I don't see it, but let's take a quick look here. Serendipity. No serendipity, brother. It might be a bit too much drama and not enough comedy. I don't know. But let's go ahead and say we'll see you in a minute. Wow. Just down the tube really quickly this time. Carlo getting the boxing gloves out. What do you got? Um, the bodyguard. Oh, I said romantic comedy. I don't know if bodyguard's going to be here, dude. Oh, I said romantic comedy. I think you're going to be. I yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of laughs in that one. And yet, I'm sorry, dude, but you know, uh, you've got this way, Papa. But but will you know? Will always love. He's gone. All right. <laughs> Uh, Danny, just just for the win, you know, I I wouldn't have thought two correct answers will take it, but me- I, you know, you know I, what I've, I'll tell you, I hate, I hate this round. Like I love it, I think it's such a great idea, but it triggers such anxiety <laughs> in me because it's cutthroat. This is and and this is the thing with the quiz. It's 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 not about how many points you get. Really, you just do the eliminator and win it. This is like and that's what scares me. I don't know if I played over here. Did you ever see um, American Gladiators over here? Yeah, I remember watching it with Hogan. So, 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 like American Gladiators, at least the, the, the official US version, there were all yeah. these kind of things that all it really did, everything you did the whole hour was just about giving you a head start over your opponent in the eliminator. And then that's yeah. all it was, which is kind of what I've tried to sort of replicate here. So, yeah. And it is, because it is literally like you get five seconds head start. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you come up against obstacle. Um, oh, man. Right. Um, Bridget Jones's diary. 
Bridget Jones's diary. Yeah, it's number 14, isn't it? Right. So let's bring everyone else in. I still want you to shoot to your miss, but let's bring everybody. Let's bring everybody else back in here and go, wow, I was not expecting that to happen as quickly as it did. So we've got Yeet who got four points and Carlo who got four points. Excellent. Uh, I'm just, Juline's gone somewhere. I don't know where <laughs> she's, <laughs> her seat is empty for anybody not on the video feed in this moment danny go ahead and just shoot to your miss just for just for curiosity my big fat greek wedding yeah it was number three there's something about mary for you was number five you never saw it i'd imagine cameron Uh, diaz uh i think i did see it because she was really young in her career at that point so she was like the zoe de chanel it girl kind of thing at that point yeah yeah bridget jones's diary to the edge of reason yeah number 17 um, Bridget Jones's baby. Ooh, you! Oh, number twenty-nine. Um, Crazy Rich Asians. That was popular. Number twenty. Uh, what happens in Vegas? Number twenty-four. Love Actually. <laughs> uh, Love Actually was number eighteen. Um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That's got to be on there, doesn't it? All right, all right, all right. 37. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm trying to think of ones we talked about on here. No strings attached. Oh, I think you, that's going to be difficult. That's going to be difficult. Uh, I think you just crashed out there. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look here. Just to make sure I've got myself right here. No strings. Oh, no, no strings attached. 50. You're still alive. <laughs> Um, um, Runaway Bride Runaway Bride, would you believe it's number 12? Really? Yeah, it was pe- people People wanted to yeah. see it, yeah um, I The Breakup <laughs> The Breakup? Let me take a look here The Breakup, 30 <laughs> yes. um, Four Weddings and a Funeral yeah, That's that, got to be on That's there. up there, that's definitely up there Four Weddings and a Funeral is number 19 my big fat Greek wedding. You've already mentioned that, so now you're out. Oh no! Yeah. I didn't take my notes properly. That was, I picked it as I'm confident. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was number three. So yeah, so there was a ton on there. Um, interesting ones. That would you believe? Hitch was number seven. What? Hitch. <laughs> uh, what That's women? Smith, though, isn't it? What? Woo! What women want? Number four. Wedding singer wasn't it right? Uh, I'm taking a look here. Uh, we've got the proposal, Shakespeare in Love. I love Shakespeare in Love. Oh, I didn't think that would count. Jerry Maguire. I wouldn't have thought that would have counted as a rom com. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, I had it on my list. Just that was on my list too. Just go with it. The I Adam Sandler movie. That's Netflix. I didn't think that would count. It did go. No, 2011. It wasn't direct to Netflix. Oh. So it's number 26, if you'd believe it. The Ugly Truth we talked about a lot today. Would the holiday have made it? Yeah, the holiday was number 32, right below The Ugly Truth. While you were sleeping, Amalie, uh, six days, seven nights. That is terrible. Um, America Sweethearts, that is terrible. 27 Dresses, see my last two comments. Uh, P.S. I Love You, oh, is that a comedy? That just made me cry. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yesterday, Me, Myself, and Irene. Music and really? lyrics, nine months. The Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement. 
Well, what's the first one? What was what? Oh, the number first one? number one was some uh, Chinese direct to a Chinese market only um, picture, but it, it's number one all time. Okay. And does anyone have it? I would. Have it on their list. Yes, it was uh, May Ren Yu. Nice. Made five hundred and twenty-five million at the Chinese box office and three million in the U.S. Three. Okay. So there we go. So that is it's for scores on the doors. Just going ahead. We'll try and build some sort of uh, some sort of uh, tension here in in fourth place. We had a tie in fourth place between Hermes and Yeet. Hermes and Yeet. We have four, fourth place. We have eleven points each. Well done, gentlemen. Uh, in third place, we had Julene with the bronze medal here at Olympic Country Time with fourteen points. Second place, Carlo with seventeen points. Uh, he's got a real dark sense of humor. Okay, he he wants to see the bodyguard for a good laugh. And number one. <laughs> <laughs> we've got danny continuing his reign of terror atop the it's, it's time for a heel turn i think buddy people are starting to get sick oh, yeah of, okay. yeah it's gonna be like 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 late 80s early 90s hogan you're gonna have to switch it up but this can, is the equivalent of the fit of um who's the third man this is it this is yeah the, who's the third man because yeah you, you are roman reigns getting stuffed down people's throats is going you will no, like you know this guy is? Carlo, it's the finger poke of doom. He, he he took one for me. He took one for you. So there we go. Uh, we, 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 again, we seem to have lost Yeet based on connections, but that, that's okay. We're, we're, we're at the end. Uh, I hope everybody had a good time talking about some love and some movies this month. Uh, I think next time around, we're back to a more regularly scheduled format. We did Christmas. We've done Valentine's. I don't think I can find five rounds about Easter. So I think we will just go to a general for, for BFE Quiz Night 7, named to be, named to be released later. I'm coming back, Denny. Look, look, last time I was Bring like, it. Dead last. Bring it. I'm third. I'm moving on up like the Jeffersons, man. I'm just going to say, feed me more. <laughs> Jeez. My, advice, my advice to future contestants listen well to the, to the instructions yes listen well to the instructions listen well to I throw some easter eggs in there as well if you pay attention and you know what if you had li- just written down the list of the movies that we talked about in fair details you probably could have done pretty well on that if you just went with those so yeah. for the most part rounds one through four do play into five if you're paying attention Danny, I'm gonna get your crown as my birthday present. Fourth of July. I got you. Ooh, America Fourth of, Fourth of July. July. Let's not forget July first is Canada Day, everybody. We 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 got some we got some stuff in there too. There would be around Canadians hiding in film. We're everywhere. You have no idea how, how, how much we're there. <laughs> Just do it all on Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, Matthew Perry. I mean, I, I could go on for uh, you know, the, 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 we're everywhere. Rachel, Rachel McAdams. Absolutely. So, we'll go ahead about to Victor Gova spoils. Danny, promo your show for a minute, buddy. Hello. So, yes, we are It's a Musical Podcast, and we are actually on a very exciting milestone because in uh, two weeks we will be launching our 100th episode. And we're Huzzah. Hole, and we're going to be covering The Wizard of Oz. Hey. So it's a really awesome milestone. Um, we have a, an interview, one of our a second actual ever interviews, like you had with Simon Callow. We interviewed Evelyn Hoskins, who is currently touring the UK as Dawn in Waitress. And that episode is going to be hopefully live by now and by the time this episode goes live we should be february 28th is episode 100 so come join us as we talk about musicals all the best musicals and all the worst musicals 
Excellent. So follow the Yellow Brick Road over to It's a Musical podcast. Pay every attention to the man behind the curtain, because that's all that we do here on this podcast game, is is, is that <laughs> side of things. Uh, I hope you guys have had fun. You've been fantastic as per usual. Thank you for giving up some time on your Saturday afternoon or morning, as the, sometimes you morning into afternoon. I uh, hope you had a good time. hope you come back again. Uh, we would love to. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just nice. It's getting to know people as well as you do it, and then they become personalities each time you go through. And you can say things like, uh, who was it? who talked about killer tomatoes i forget who that was so (laughs) why do you do this (laughs) because i can (laughs) but uh go ahead check out all the shows that we talked about here show notes should be in the liners uh outside of that uh please come check us out next time and if you want to be on the quiz get a hold of us on twitter at best film ever pod always looking for people to go ahead and try and take down danny one person was successful once that's it one person can you be the second be that person be that voice take him down for best you can't see me (laughs) it's a podcast (laughs) they can't see anyone for best film ever my name's been ian and we'll catch you on the flippity flap the flippity flip flop flip flop (laughs) (laughs) and we're off the air thank you so much folks that was great Did no one pick up that as we moved on to number two, I went, all right, all right, all right. Oh, it's there. Listen back. It's an Easter egg. All right, all right, all right. Number two.